the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Ah, I'm really excited for today's episode, and I am just so happy that you're here with me. If you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Also, if you find value from this little podcast, it would be the best gift ever if you took a quick second and left a review. You can tap the stars or even better, write a comment about the show. It just helps this little podcast engine uh, build steam. So thank you. And you know what? Let's just dive right into the show today. We are talking about why do we care so bloody much about what other people think about us? And then as a part of this show, I'm sharing three awesome facts that will be like medicine for anyone who has struggled with this or is maybe struggling right now with putting too much energy into what other people think. So let's first start with that question. Why do we care so much? And bottom line, it's like a very universal human desire to be accepted, right? It's part of our caveman DNA where survival percentages improve when you're part of the tribe. And if you're on your own, you're open and exposed to danger. And so that reasoning makes sense from a biological perspective, if we were still in caveman days, but we're not. So why the heck do we care so much today? And there are several possible answers to this question. Perfectionism is a big one, or perhaps you were bullied as a child. Another one is if you were raised in a home where love or approval was conditional. Oftentimes children who have to work a little harder um, for love, they become hyper aware of how their actions or their performance will be accepted. So instead of doing something and wondering, how can I improve that child might wonder, what will they think? So from a young age, a child with this type of upbringing, they can learn to be very other focused and not self-focused. It's why many adult women today who say they are perfectionists will also put everyone else first on the priority list. But that's like a whole nother podcast episode altogether. So going back to that question, maybe you can't even really pinpoint an explanation. Like you just know that you feel insecure and unworthy And that leads you to count on other people for reassurance that you matter and belong. You don't know why, but you seek the approval and admiration of other people. And I got to be honest, asking ourselves, you know, why do I care so much what other people think is a common question, but the answer really doesn't matter. I mean, it's interesting to sit back and, and ask ourselves, why am I the way I am? right? But too many people get stuck here. They think they're going to find some magical answer if they can just pinpoint why they are the way they are. And this is the kind of thinking that keeps people stuck. Because here's the bottom line, your past never equals your future unless you allow it. The problem with the past is that we remember memories we shouldn't, and we don't forget what we should. 
And if your eyes are stuck in the rearview mirror, you're stuck in the past. And if you're stuck in the past, you're not looking ahead. And if you're not looking ahead, you can't become the person you need to become in the future. Um, and I feel like it's important to say this because we we all have a past, right? We all have stories, trauma, drama, failures, like you name it. We all have it. But my goal, my mission here on this podcast is to help you realize the incredible power you hold within yourself right now. Like you have the ability and the opportunity to become the person you know you are deep down in order to create the life you dream about. So you're never stuck. Your past doesn't define you and the opinions of other people. Well, let's talk about that, shall we? So how do you stop caring so damn much what other people think? And another way to um, think about this is to ask, how do I stop giving away my power to things and people that don't deserve it? And I'm going to be sharing three main facts that I hope will really help reframe this problem for you. And if you're wondering what I mean by reframing, I talk about that concept in episode six, which if you haven't listened to yet, I highly recommend it. It's a a great episode. It's, it's one of the most powerful psychology tools we all have access to, but so few people ever use it. So I'll link to the episode in the show notes. So, all right, let's dive in. Fact number one. I feel like Dwight from the office. Fact, fact number one, no one actually cares about you. It's always about themselves. So, and I know that that might sound a little harsh, but it's a fact. It's not about you. People are always thinking about themselves. What they think about you is really just a projection of how you make them feel about themselves. So I'll give an example. So 12 years ago, I began a style blog. This was my first online business and it ended up growing into a fairly decent sized blog. I averaged over a quarter million page views a month and had I had partnerships with brands like Adidas, Nordstrom, Wayfair, but let's not get, let's not get it twisted. I was not the most stylish girl out there. I've never really pretended to be. I just I just had fun with it. I think one of my top annual posts actually was my end of the year roundup of my worst outfits of the year. But that's also maybe why my blog did so well is I wasn't trying to be someone I wasn't. But that also means I opened myself up to a fair amount of judgment. Um, Back then, people weren't really creating fake accounts in order to leave nasty anonymous comments. Like Instagram was still in its infancy. And for the most part, like people were just nicer online. It's like the good old days. (laughs) But, But I'll never forget my first like snarky comments I got. It was actually from a partnership I did with Chico's. And so they posted my photo on their Instagram account. And I was wearing these leopard print pants that were kind of baggy, like that was the style. And I thought, I thought it was a fun look, but it was obvious from the comments that I looked quote, really fat and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, It's just nasty, but I saw these comments and I'm just going to be honest. It completely crushed me. And here I was, I was still working as a school psychologist at the time. So it's not like I had no mental health training. It, it didn't matter. The words of complete strangers just totally gutted me uh, until I spoke with my dad. My dad 
was a very, and I say, I say was because he passed. Um, he was a very matter of fact kind of guy. His advice was usually one sentence that made a big impact. Um, for instance, when I told him how I was struggling with Cooper crying at night when he was a baby, he said, Marion, just tell yourself at least he's alive and then go back to sleep. It was actually really good advice. And when, when I was struggling with Cooper being a strong-willed child, um, he said, well, tell yourself at least you're not raising a wallflower. So I know I needed to hear what he had to say after struggling to read all these pretty judgmental, snarky comments. So I told him what happened and I'll never forget his response. He goes, Marion, if you're not being criticized, then you're probably aren't doing much. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I took a deep breath and I told him, thank you. And I walked away from that phone call looking at criticism as a good thing because it meant that I was doing something. People don't criticize people in the nosebleed section, right? So people making fun of me was a good sign. <laughs> I loved it. So I want to encourage you to think of judgment from others the same way. It's not about you. It's about their perception of you and how it makes them feel about themselves. And if they're using you as an object for judgment, it means you're doing something right. You're, you're taking a risk and putting yourself out there. And here's the thing, watching someone else totally go for it can be incredibly upsetting to the person who has spent a lifetime building a solid case for why they themselves can't. All right, fact number two, you must consider the source, all right? Hurt people hurt people. If you're, if you're a happy, secure woman, you sure as heck aren't even thinking about leaving a nasty comment on a stranger's account. Like that thought doesn't even occur to you, right? So if you find yourself caring too much about what other people think of you and it's holding you back from even taking action, Let's ask ourselves, what is the worst thing that can happen? So let's, for example, say you're starting an online business and you're nervous about what your friends and family will think, which is surprisingly a very common concern, but let's just ask ourselves, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, you might say you put yourself out there talking about your business and a friend makes fun of you or makes some sort of judgmental comment. Well, it's my perspective then that that's a pretty crappy friend. It's probably time to cut that person loose and move on. Like you don't need friends like that in this life. But okay, what else? What else could happen? You might say, well, I fail in my business and people look at me like a failure. Okay. And, and then what? Like, <laughs> Does that mean you're a failure because you tried something? Or like, are you going to tell your children, hey, Billy, don't try anything because we, we don't want to fail. No, like you would never tell your kids that we tell our kids to, to try to take risks, to go for it. So what kind of example are you setting? If you never show your kids that you are taking risks yourself, that you're trying new things and putting yourself out there. And Brene Brown has this famous quote. She says, if you're not in the arena, also getting your ass kicked, then I'm not interested in your feedback. I love that one. So we have to consider the source. Are you giving energy to the opinions of other people who aren't even in the arena? Like, do you think LeBron James cares about, 
Frank in Boston has to say about his offensive performance? (laughs) No, but he would probably listen to Michael Jordan if he called with an opinion. So we have to consider the source and you don't Don't you dare give any of your energy to the opinions of people who are camped out in the nosebleed section. All right, the last one, fact number three, is realize that your opinion of yourself is truly the only opinion that matters. This is going to sound a little (laughs) weird, but we are born into this world alone, and we leave this world alone. And yes, We are hopefully blessed with parents and friends who take care of us and love us, but ultimately we are born unto ourselves. And the most important human relationship we have in life is not with our husband or wife. It's, it's not with our children. The most important relationship we have in life is with ourselves. And if you don't learn to know yourself, respect yourself, love yourself, then that snowballs into every other aspect of your life including the relationship with the people that you love the most. So it's vital that we understand that the only opinion that truly matters is the opinion we have of ourselves. And deep down, we know if we are showing up in life, we know if we are making good moral choices, if we are taking risks and living life and doing the best we can. And it's not about perfect. Really, it's about loving yourself and knowing that you are imperfect. And that's That's part of what makes this human experience so beautiful. When you realize that everyone is imperfect and everyone is just trying their best with what they have, unless you're a psychopath, they're the exception. (laughs) But just knowing this, it makes things a little less intimidating. So take a deep breath right now. Take a deep breath and tell yourself, the only opinion of myself that truly matters is my own. Soak in the power of that statement. Nothing can hurt you when you own yourself. Nothing can hurt you when you own yourself. Okay, so I hope today's episode spoke to those of you who have struggled with or right now are struggling with giving too much power to the opinions of other people. If it did speak to you, it would be amazing if you shared this episode on your social media or heck, even to share it with a girlfriend who you think might really need to hear these words. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you being here and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.